Welcome everyone to today's Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shur, sponsored by Sislo Couture. Place the place to find your shirts for your security guards. Okay, we are here uh, doing today's Daf, which will be Daf Mem Gimel. We're starting on Mem Bet Amud Bet at the words Amar Ula towards the bottom of the page. Today's Daf needs a little. Um, Today's daf needs a little uh, introduction. Um, first of all, we'd like to ask Michila. We are actually traveling today. So tomorrow's daf should be on time at, at, at 8 o'clock. But today's daf is a little early. We might be cut off as we board the plane, but we'll get as much as, done as we can. Um, the discussion today is para aduma. Now, para aduma has a bunch of pisukim listed in the beginning of parashat chukat. Our Gemara is going to start off with Ula going through the whole parasha and explaining how different Pesukim are Doresh different ways in the parasha. So it would be good if we could go through all the Pesukim beforehand to see what's going on, just to know what it's talking about. Because the Gemara is going to start discussing the Pesukim and expects you to know what they are. Uh, We're going to go through about... 10 of the Pesukim, and Bidoresh, different words in the Pasuk, to find out whether the pesuk, whether these Pesukim uh, are, and the things in the Pesukim are done by Kohanim, or they can be done, or, or they can be done by regular people, or maybe they can be done even by women, and that's going to be the question of these things, of who could, uh, who could do these different Pesukim. Okay, courtesy boarding is not for us. So, okay, so let's, we'll start from the Pesukim. I don't see the Pesukim in front of me, so I won't be able to actually uh, read them. Uh, oh, actually, they're on the side of the page. Um, says the, um, okay, let's see. Amar Ula, Kola parasha kula, mashma motzi miyad mashma, mashma memela. Sometimes... In, 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 the, in this parasha, some of the pisukim, the next pasuk is destroying what the first pasuk was talking about. And sometimes, which means it's the same as the previous pasuk. That means that you'll see that you'll see as we get along that the, that the next pasuk could be excluding what the first pasuk said or could be doing the same thing as the pasuk before said. And we're going to show you examples of that. Now, we, so let's start with the first one. The pasuk says in Parshat Chukat. It starts off with Paraduma. You have to take a Paraduma. That pasuk, we don't know. Now the pasuk says, pasuk Gimel says, you give it to Elazar Kohen. Okay, so this pasuk for Shachat we had before. You give it to Elazar Kohen. Right? Now, the pasuk says, Ota. You give it, right? So according to the first opinion, it, we're learning from here that only the fr- original para aduma had to be Elazar Kohen, who is the assistant Kohen Gadol. Then we can say even Azar could do it. Hold on, we're going to see in a second. But the, the generations do not have to be Elazar. We're going to see exactly what, who, whether Azar could do it or only a Kohen Gadol in a second. 
Ikadami, some say, the rest of the generations, Bikoyen Gadol has to be Bikoyen Gadol, otherwise it doesn't work. Only that generation was Elazar, but the other generations, anyone. The Ikadami, and some say, no, Lidorot, Bikoyen Idiot. In future generations, it could even be a Kohen Gadol. So everyone's agreeing that it does not have to be the Skan in future generations. It doesn't have to be the assistant Kohen Gadol. Does, are we switching to Kohen Gadol? Are we switching to Zar? That's the Machloki. You with me, uh, Eli? Yeah. Good. I understand, according to one who says, in future generations, it's a Kohen Gadol. Shapir, it's understood. Why? Because he said only Elazar, later Kohen Gadol. That makes sense. Who told you that it has to be better? Why would you assume that future generations are better? Torah just says that only that generation has to be uh, 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 the, the assistant. Why would you assume that future generations have to be higher? Okay? Says the Gemara. Gamar, chuka, chuka, miyome kipurim. It says, the, it says over here, Zot Chukata Torah. And in Yom Kippurim, it says, V'haya lechem lechukat olam. That's a Gezerah Shava, which is connecting it to Yom Kippur. Just like Yom Kippur, we know that the whole Avodah in Yom Kippur must be Kohen Gadol and nobody else. Mm-hmm. So too here as well. Says the Gemara. Now, that was the, the first Pasuk. Now it says, V'otzi otayel v'hotz v'nech v'shat olafana. The same Pasuk, but, but, that's Pasuk Gimel, says that you take it out out, out of the camp and you slaughter it in front of him. Now that teaches you ota, you take it out. Why does that why does it say ota? It's extra word. That teaches you that you can't take out a second cow together with it. You have to take out just a paraduma and no extra cow. Where do we know? We know like we see in the Mishnah. It says what if the cow doesn't want to move? You have paraduma and it's not in the move of walking. Now what do you do? And motinimashihoda you can't take a black cow with it and say, oh, well, bring, bring the black cow. He'll follow the black cow. No, you're not allowed to do that. Why? Because if they see you ca- taking out the black cow, people are going to say, oh, they didn't do the, they didn't do the paraduma. They, they did the black, black cow. cow. And even if you have another paraduma, you can't take her out either. Because then, then they're going to say, that you, that you that you uh that you did both that you did two and plus two if you do two together. Okay. No, he says that's not the reason why you can't do it. Which means don't say that the reason is because because of of uh, of maybe somebody will make a mistake. Rather, it's because the pasuk that we just said ota. Which is Basuk Gimel says, you take it out, teaching you it and nothing else. So it's a machloket between Rebbe and Tanakama. The reason why we don't take another cow out with it is it because. Is because two cows? The people are going to say this, or people are going to say that, or is it because the Pasuk says it? You can't do it because it says Ota. Good. So it says in the Gemara, why do you say the word Ota? If the whole reason is some Gizirah of the rabbis, because maybe people are going to say the wrong thing about Paraduma, so then what do we need the word Ota for? So he says in the so he says that Tanakama is the Bishimon. Bishimon holds that often, when, in other words, Tanakama also agrees it's from the word Ota. And he's, he often likes to, like to explain the reason of Pesukim. So he's telling you that the reason why the Pasuk says Ota is because we don't want people to say it. But he's not disagreeing that the word Ota is the Dirasha. 
Okay? Says the Gemara, my binayu. So then what's the difference between the two rabbis? Ikebena, what's the difference? We're now on top of Mem Gimel. What if you take a, a, a chamor with it? In other words, let's say you took a chamor. Let's say, one let's say this, this part. Yeah, let's say this parat doesn't want to move, right? So, you listening? So if the parat doesn't want to move, if we pick another, bring another parat with it, so then the people are going to say such and such. But if you bring a chamor, no one's going to say that you slaughtered the chamor, right? And therefore, if you go like. If, if you, if, why wouldn't they say sort of the hamor? Same way how they could say sort of the black cow. Why can you say uh, hamor also? But people are suspecting. People, suspect people know that they're not showing sure hamor, but uh, para they might they might think you're gonna scooch. Okay, next pasuk. Pasuk is vishohat otah. Says you slaughter it. Teaching you shaloyishohat aheret ima. Don't slaughter another one with it. Right. In other words, you can't. Let's say you had a very long knife. Because slaughter two at once, you can't do it. Okay? Pasuk says, continue. In front of Elazar, you got to slaughter it. What do we learn from there? That means that you're not allowed to take your mind off it. Lishmuel. Okay, so we had a machloket before, Shmuel and Rav. Remember that machloket? Which one? Shmuel and Rav had a machloket, whether... Azar, who, who could do the para aduma? Oh, oh, oh. Rav said that a para aduma has to be slaughtered by a kohen. And uh, Shmuel, anyone that Azar could slaughter it. So the Gemara is saying the word lifanav. According to Shmuel, it's coming to teach you that uh, that Azar could do it. So lifanav in front of El Azar, but El Azar himself doesn't have to do it. But according to Rav, who's using that same pasuk to teach you. No, according to Rav, who doesn't, who holds that a Kohen has to do it, so the word Lefanav is teaching you, that the guy can't take his mind off it. We had that hold of Rasha before and yesterday. Yeah. Okay? You with me so far, Eli, or no? Yeah, me, me. Okay. Now we go on to the next Pasuk. Pasuk says, uh, what, is it, what does it mean by, uh, oh, sorry, quick. Uh, what does it mean by Elazar serves? Who's Elazar? Kohen? Elazar is Kohen's <laughs> oldest son. He's the assistant Kohen Gadol in the time of the Midbar. That's how we start off the, the, the page with the Dilashah saying that Elazar has to do it, who was the assistant Kohen Gadol. But nowadays there was a machloket whether it had to be, a, a, it could be a Zar or it could, has to be Kohen Gadol. Remember we start off with that? So we're saying another thing over here that it's in front of him. I mean, he's watching it. What do we learn from the fact that he has to watch it? One, according to Shmuel, that teaches you that anyone's allowed to do it. According to, according to Rav, who holds that no, anyone can't do it, it has to be a Kohen, he's going to say that it's coming to teach you that the Kohen has to keep his mind on top. Good. Okay, next. Now we're on to, I really wanted a nice chart. This is a gorgeous chart in the art scroll. If you can take a picture and put it on the chat, it's a good idea. Uh, it's coming up later. In the, next, when, in the next page, you'll see a chart. When I finish the thing, if you don't mind, just put it up for us. Because me and Moosey, me on the plane, we'll, we'll take a look at it. Okay? Next. It says that after they finish burning, after they finish shechting, Elazar Kohen has to take a little bit of the blood of the, of the Kohen Gadol, of the Paraduma, and sprinkle it towards the, the oil moed. So what does that mean? Lishmuel, according to Shmuel, okay, now is when it starts getting complicated. Lishmuel, la hadur el Elazar. Why does it mention Elazar Kohen over here? 
it's coming to flip it back to Elazar. Because Shmuel said that the previous pasuk was, that was showing you the Chichita could have been anybody. So why does it throw in Elazar over here? Very simple. I have to put Elazar because now the sprinkle. Yes, the slaughtering had, could have been anybody. But the sprinkling, we have to tell you that Elazar alone. You understand this? You, 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 I think I lost Eli. Okay, did so I lose you? No, so we said. The, the, the order is Shechita, then sprinkling the blood. He puts his finger in his So according to Shmuel, who said that anyone could do the slaughtering, so the reason why he says, is because we have to switch back and tell you, no, no. Now, the, the, now it has to be Kohen only. Okay? Now, but that's not going to work according to Rav. According to Rav, why do I have to mention Elazar Kohen? Because the, the last thing was also only Elazar Kohen. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. 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 It's a Right. 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 Exclusion following an exclusion. And we have a rule that whenever you have an exclusion following an exclusion of the Torah, it's always coming to include. Teach you a filo coin idiot. So according to Rav, so Shmuel, yeah, regular coin. So according to Rav, the shechita has to be Elazala coin, who's the coin gadol, assistant coin gadol. Okay, and according to Shmuel, assistant coin gadol, and therefore the next case of of sprinkling the blood, we have to switch it to Elazar to tell you, no, this can even be a regular, even be a regular coin. So Rob basically goes, it becomes more lenient and Shmuel becomes more straight. Correct, correct. One through four, United Flight number 438, groups one through four. We're late? Oh, wait. Want to go a little bit more? Okay. No, we're not going to miss. We have to go a little more. Let's go. The Kohen takes an etz eres, which is cedar wood, but So now it's just as hakohen. So now Lishmuel, quote Shmuel, who says that the previous pasuk was elazara kohen, right? So now it's coming to switch you back to kohen Yot. right? This is this is the next step. Step the next step is telling you that you have to spring, uh, you have to throw the stuff into the. Remember we said that they to take the bundle spread. and throw it into the into the fire, right? And he says we have to like wrap it up fire. with like a, with a red small, string. Yeah, with the red string. It's a thing of red string. You wrap it up and you throw it into the fire. All this stuff. This business, according to Shmuel, now is switching to Kohen. We, we mentioned Lakacha Kohen. Tell you, oh, last was Elazar. Now we're switching to Kohen Adyot. Regular. Ula Rav, and according to Rav, last time he already said that the sprinkling of the blood was good for the Kohen Adyot. It's the He needs it. So, according to Rav, so, so we're going to ask the question on Rav. Rav, according to you, we read the last one's coin. Why is this one? He said, no, I need both. Why? I would have thunk. Come on. I would have thunk. <laughs> Since this throwing of the, of the bundle is not actual paradua, meaning it's not part of paradua. This is something you do in the burning of the fire, but it's not actually part of the paradua ceremony. So you might have thunk that it doesn't have to be a Kohen. That's what we need to come tell you. That it has to be a Kohen. Kamash Malan, it has to be a Kohen. Okay, we're going to stop over Welcome here. Sorry. Everyone. Today's Shior is Daf Mem Dalid. However, we're starting on Mem Gimel Amud Aleph. And we're starting at the words Vichibes Begadav HaKohen. Does everyone know where Harry? You see where I am or no? It's it's yeah. like it's like ten lines down on the on Mem Gimel Amadav. Ivan, you with me?
You know, yes. Okay, so it's, it's well, it's like the last word line is big enough. It's like maybe 12 lines down or 10 lines down. Okay, now basically what we're doing is we're going through all the Pesukim regarding Pada Aduma and the different opinions of how to be Doresh each one of the Pesukim. Okay? So, the Pasuk says, That's what we have to write. Okay, now we're talking about Pasuk Zayin. All these Pesukim are Pesukim in Chumash, Parashat Chukat. We're starting from, we started from Pasuk Bet, or Gimel, now that, and we went through a bunch of Pesukim. Now we're going through Pasuk Zayin. The Pasuk on the side of the page, you should see it, it says as follows. It's Pasuk Dal on the side of my page. V'chibes begadav kohen The Kohen has to wash his clothes. And he has to dip in a mikveh Then he'll come into the camp. I mean, if you don't have the whole pasuk. Yeah, it doesn't. And then he comes into the camp. Now, when it says with the word hakohen is 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 extra because we already in the pasuk before we were talking about hakohen. So why did we mention that the guy? Who washes his clothes has to be the Kohen. Obviously, if in Pasuk Vav it was talking about Kohen, it says Pasuk Kohen, et eris, right? We had that right before. We said, and we told you, according to one rabbi, it's going to be Kohen Idiot. According to both rabbis, it's going to tell you Kohen Idiot, and they're going to do it. But so much we already showed you. That it was talking about a Kohen Hediot, so the next Pasuk, the subsequent Pasuk, it's completely extra to mention the Kohen again. Is everyone with me or no? Yeah. Ivan, you got that or no? Yep, 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 yep. Good, it's extra. So then what are we doing with it? That teaches us, Bikihuno, that he has to wear his Kohen clothes. He can't wear his weekday clothes, he's got to wear that. Okay? Now the same Pasuk says, Bitameha Kohena Ada Arif. That teaches you. Why is that Kohen again? Comes to teach you this, this that the Kohen has to be that's even okay? Which means even for the future generations the Kohen has to be there has to be wearing his clothes of the of, of special Kohen clothes. Well, that's only good. That's only good according to the opinion who says that in all generations, it could be done by a regular Kohen. So sure. That's why we need a Pasuk, which is Shmuel, right? Shmuel before, thank you, Musi, who had said before that there was a Machloka before between Shmuel, for those who weren't here yesterday, there was a Machloka before between Shmuel and Rav, whether in future generations it could be done by a Kohen Hediot, or in future generations it could be done by a Kohen Gadol. So the, the Gemara is saying, this makes sense to say that in future generations, it, the Kohen has to be wearing his clothes. This makes sense if you hold like the rab, like Shmuel, who said that it had to have Shapir. But according to one who says that in all generations you have to be a Kohen Gadol, Hashta, Kohen Gadol If we require a Kohen Gadol, are we going to let him come in the street clothes? Yani, if we're upgrading you, 
if when it comes to who needs to do it, we said, well, we upgraded. We said, used to be the assistant Kohen Gadol, and in future generations, it has to be the Kohen Gadol. So if we upgraded that, of course, we're not going to downgrade and say that El Azar has to do it with his, with, with his Kohen clothes, and Kohen Gadol could do it wearing, uh, uh, you know, uh, so what, slacks what, and a t-shirt. This is what Rav uses. What? Rav's about this Rav saying? The Gemara is saying, according to him, why would I need this extra Kohen in the next Pasuk? We would know automatically. The Gemara answers, in, you're right. You wouldn't be able to learn it from a Kalvachomer and say that once it's a Kohen Gadol, of course he's going to have to wear his Kohen Gadol clothes. But there's a rule in the Torah that Milta di'itik v'kalvachomer tarach v'kalvachomer which means that something that, that one could have figured out from a Kalvachomer, sometimes the Torah still requires to say it out. So the same Pasukah Kohen is teaching you that either the Kohen Adyot or the Kohen Gadol needs to be wearing his special clothes when he does it. And yes, the Kohen Gadol you could have figured out on your own, but still the Torah needs to mention that regardless because the Torah doesn't act like that. Are we clear, Ivan? Okay. I, I, I just, I, I hope I'm not erring, I'm not explaining the Pesukim properly. If I am, in other words, if I'm not explaining the Pesukim enough, with enough background, please tell, let me know. Uh, everything I'm explaining in the Pasuk should be clear to you. Let's go through the next one. This is Pasuk Tet, which is on the side of your, of your page. It's, it's Pasuk Hey. Says the Gemara, says the the. The, the Torah and Pasuke, the Asaf ish Tahor, and a, a Tahor man will gather at Efer Para, the ashes of the Para Duma. This is talking about after we finish burning the Para Duma and the big fire with the extra stuff that we threw in. Someone has to gather the ashes. And then, to leave it outside the Machane in a holy place. And, It'll be the mishmer of the men hatati. It'll be a, a, something that they guard for generations as a menida, as a sprinkling water. Okay, so this is over here again. It mentions uh, an ish tahor. A tahor man has to do it. What do we learn from here? So ish The reason why I has to mention the word ish over here is because until now everyone said it had to be at least a kohen. Now, now we want to uh, tell you, yeah. Now we want to tell you that even a non-Kohen could do it. So we don't, if, even though Ivan was doing the job beforehand, Ivan Kohen, inshallah, when the Beit Hamikdash built, will be busy uh, doing the burning and all that stuff like we said before. But now, when it comes to gathering the ashes after the the fire is done, we will permit Musi to come and collect the ashes because Pasuk says Ishtar that allows Ish allows a regular guy. Now, why does it say Tahor? La'achshir ta'isha. That tells you it doesn't have to be Musi, it could be Mrs. Musi, who could come and do it as well. Anyone would do it. Almost anyone, wait a second. V'hiniach, but when it says V'hiniach, they have to leave the ashes um, outside the outside the Machane in the Makom Kadosh. It says V'hiniach. The V'hiniach implies, now Ivan's going to wonder why the V'hiniach implies this, but V'hiniach implies that you have brains. You have to have brains to do it. And therefore, that's someone who has the brains to, to, uh, to leave it there. That's the guy who's kosher for, for, 
gathering the, the ashes. Yatsu excluding a chedesh, a shote, and a katan, a fool, and a deaf man, and a, and a minor, those guys can't do it. So we're allowing only a woman, and we're allowing a zad, but not a katan. Now, let's bring, I think Mario's going to finish the basu, but let's start with the Mishnah before. And there's two opinions about who. We are recording, yes, right? It's still recording on top. It's telling you, right? Yes, but so far we have nine minutes of recording, yes. Okay, thank you. Harry, you're the best. Thank you so much. I would be stuck if I had to do this again. Tanan Hatam. We learned over there. Hakol Kishim the Kadesh. Everyone's kosher for doing Kiddush. Now, this is a new thing we haven't spoken about. After we, again, after we had Yvonne Cohen coming and he was doing the burning, right? We had the gathering, which was kosher by either Musi Shrugo or Mrs. Musi Shrugo, right? Or anyone, for that matter, who's not, not a katan, katan. That was gathering of the ashes. Then we're going to talk about, after you gather the ashes, somebody has to do kiddush. Now, kiddush doesn't mean take a cup of wine and drink some ashes. No. <laughs> kiddush means that we take some ashes and we put some water into the ashes to make some sprinkling solution to, to be able to sprinkle on people on their third and seventh day and holify them. Okay? So now, <coughs> we learned in the Mishnah and Parah, Hakol Kishim Kadesh. When it comes to putting the water in and making a nice solution, everyone's kosher. That's according to Tanakama. Rabbi Jais agrees that the Kedesh Shotei are no good, but he does allow the Katan to do it. Now, he says, so he extends, so he extends and it off. and he cuts off. So when it comes to Kedesh, so if we had a chart, which I'm not making over here, I'm sorry, but if we had a chart, Kedesh and Shotei, both rabbis say, NG, no good for making solutions, Right? Katan, Tanakama says no good, and Rebuda allows. Isha, an androgynous. What's androgynous? We had it before. Harry, remember what androgynous was? What's that? Do you remember what androgynous was? The androgynous was a guy who was both male and female. Oh, okay. So, uh, Isha and androgynous, uh, those people... Rabbi Uda is Pasul and was it going to Androgynous is good? It sounds like that, right. But isn't he more part of like the Khir Shutheva Katan something like that? No, he's not. He's normal. He, he's, he has brains, he just doesn't we don't know what he is. My time is up Why does Tanakama say Katan is no good? Because now we're going to go to another pasuk, pasuk Yud Zayin. We jumped a few. You take for a tameh guy from the ashes of the burning of the chatat. You take from the, from the ashes to make the solution. Now, those who are pasul for gathering, pasul bekidush, the pasul bekidush. So that, that means that whoever we allow to do that, we're allowing this, and just like we allowed Musi Shrugo and 
Mrs. Rugo, but not a Katan. So too, when it comes to making the solution, the same thing. Kitzayin, we're going to keep the same fellows. That's Tanakama's theory. So how come we don't just not... Oh, wait, yeah, because of Rabbi Da. So what does he do with the Pasuk? We got this Pasuk over here, which is supposed to uh, exclude a Katan, because we'll see if... Well, was, 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 sorry, because the Iniach was only a guy who had a dot, and he, he do that. What does he do? In came in the Vilakach. This Pasuk in Yudzayim, which says Vilakhu, it should have said Vilakach. My Vilakhu, why is it plural? But like, if it was the same type of guys, it would use the same Lashon. Mm-hmm. Just like it said before, the word. Um, singular, it would say Velakach singular. Why is it Velakhu? This extra plurality of, of making extra guys teaches you a filokatan, the psilahatam hachakashed, even uh, Junius Rugo, who we posailed before when it came to the, the ashes, we're allowed, according to Buda, we're allowing Junius Rugo when it comes to um, uh, making solution. solution. Okay, says the Gemara. Okay, you explain to me why. You explain to me why Junior Shrugo is okay, according to the Yudah. But you didn't explain to me why the Yudah is disallowing a woman. Right? Again, uh, he, does, he does both things. Right? Like he yeah. said, Velakush already includes what they were before. So how is he, how is he also decluding them? In either way, and the guy could says, it's Vinatan in male, uh-huh. in female. So Natan is telling you out of keep kick out the women, and that's why he Rabbi Yehuda is not allowing missing sugo. He's only allowing junior sugo. <laughs> now says the Gemara, Vinabanan, and the Rabanan. What do they do? What, what do they do? They say the following: if it was in Velakach and Vinatan, both singular, I would, would have thought that the taking of, of the things and putting the water, the, the taking of the ashes and the putting of the water, both have to be one guy. So it says one in the And therefore, we, we, we know that it doesn't have to be one guy, it could be two different you guys. Right. And if it was in both in plural, how I mean I would have thunk? That you need specifically two. If it would have said double. Uh, if, but it does say Belakhu. So what would it be? Says one, it says one. Let's just listen. It says one plural and one singular to teach you that even if two guys do the gathering of the ashes and only one fellow is doing the solution making it's okay fun. so good now says the Gemara in that case you see the Rabbanan are continuing to the previous Pasuk they're saying it's the same and Rabbanan is saying it's different because he's changing mm-hmm. it to, to exclude the woman says the Gemara now we, we jumped ahead to Pasuk Yud Hayat. It's on the Saudi page. Uh, the last Pasuk, Pasuk Zayin. Vilakach <coughs> Ezov, you take a hyssop branch. This is also the Paradumah stuff. 
after we finish gathering with that big hyssop branch, and you get a tahor guy to dip this in water. According to Abraham, who said that the solution making was kosher by a woman and not paketar, right? So then, ish, velo isha. So according to him, it's telling you ish and not isha. And tahor, lachir katan. So he takes off all restrictions here. So, no, I'm sorry. He, he keeps the restriction of isha and he's allowing a katan here too. This is according to Rabbanan. The Rabbanan who said before. But also, now Rabbanan, they're adding also Katan to Yeah, because the next Pasuk, they're adding Katan, because Pasuk says Tahor, any Tahor, even a Katan. Ubida, Kordubida, who before said, this really needs a chart, but I'm not there to make one. Kordubida, who says that the, the Kiddush, the solution making, was kosher. With a katan and not a woman, so ish teaches you lo katan. You keep out the katan, and tahor allows the woman. So he's flipping it. The first rabbi is not allowing women, and he is allowing women. The first rabbi is allowing katan; he's excluding katan. Yeah. Okay, so each one's flipping it. So both rabbis agree over here. That when it comes to dipping the hyssop and, and we have so dipping the hyssop, it, everything is switched from solution making. Right? Oh. You understand? Because now, Rabbanan say that the Katan could before when they said they couldn't. Right. And now, uh, Rabbanan says uh, that, that who could do it instead? Uh, Rabbanan says that uh, a Katan cannot do it and a woman can could. do it. So yeah. each, everyone agrees that when it comes to hyssop dipping, which comes after solution making, yes, the pasuk has to, is, is a switcher. Whereas before, some were saying that it was a switcher and some were saying that it was a keeper. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what the difference between a keeper and a switcher, Ivan, means? A keeper means that the next pasuk is keeping the same restrictions. A switcher means that the next pasuk is switching the previous restrictions. Right? You're clear from what you're Yeah. What? The different opinions determined exactly of, of what the implication of Pasuk. So we, we show that that was one of the things that we had started off this whole thing from was to show you that some rabbis hold Pasukim, the next the subsequent Pasukim are switchers, and some hold that they are keepers. Keepers. So we had example before where everyone agreed no, I'm sorry, where one held it was a switcher and one held it was a keeper, and the current example of the hyssop dipping all agree oh, they're switchers. switchers. Whatever you held before in, which were different different opinions, are getting switched when it comes to hyssop tipping. Okay? Now, we ended off over here that according to Buda, a katan is no good for hyssop tipping, and a woman is good for hyssop tipping. And according to Rabbanan, a katan is good. that. We're only asking uh, Buda right now. Buddha. Okay? Sitting around my TV, we're asking a question. How could the Buddha say what he says? Doesn't it say in the Mishnah in Para the following? Hakol kishinim Everyone's got shit to sprinkle with the hyssop dipping. Chutz mi tumtumba androgynous. Except for a tumtumba androgynous. And a woman. 
If you have a katan who has no brains, Isham Sayato, a woman can help him. Umazeh, they can sprinkle. Because if the woman's also helping, then it becomes kosher. Right? And over there, we don't see Bidah arguing. So how could we say, how could Bidah say that a woman is kosher when you see that over there a woman is pasul and Bidah doesn't argue? You with us? Yeah, but then he says oh, she's only, it only works if she does it with a katan, but a katan can't do it even according to Rida. Do we kiss a katan? We'll give an answer over here. Amar Abayez, so Abayez answering, came in the Amar Mor, Mashma Moti, Mayad Mashma, or Mashma Mela, since Ula started off the whole statement saying that some rabbis hold this switcher pesukim, and some rabbis hold that they're keeper pesukim, Bleak. So he argues in the Chachamim. Right, hold on. Let me look at this. Right? Oh, so in other words, obviously when we say keeper, it can't be a full keeper because otherwise we wouldn't need a pasuk to do the same thing. Why would I need a pasuk for a keeper? If the pasuk is mentioning another guy, it can't be a full keeper. It's a partial keeper. So why is it a partial keeper? It's coming to tell you that he's arguing the Chachamim and says, Ishtahor. It's coming to include a katan beforehand it was coming to include a katan and to take out a woman over here also it's coming to to ma'at katan and to include the isha okay and that's why he's switching to include the isha over here what about the katan the katan keeps the same so he says the katan you can't do right so how does the whole thing that we're saying isha works is because she's doing it with the katan Give me one second on Because he's doing it together with the woman, so that gives him dot. That's why, when you, when, since they're both doing it together, so yeah. you, you take care of that dotless problem. Okay, now we're on Pasuk Yutet. Okay? We're moving up, at least we're going in order over here, Pasuk by Pasuk. So the Pasuk says, Amar Abayeh. Oh no, sorry. Vihiza ha-tahor al-tameh. And the Tahor guy will sprinkle on Tameh. Mechlal shu Tameh. We see from here that he's Tameh. V'limen al-tavul yom she'ekshir Oh, that's very, very important. Uh, there's a rule what it's about a tvul yom. Does everyone, anyone know what a tvul, tvul yom is? Can anyone tell me what a tvul yom is? Anyone remember at all? 
So the way it works is that a guy, in general, you need to whore guys doing everything. You can't have a guy who's tamerified be doing any of this stuff. Yeah. Now, in order, being tahorified means that you have to have, usually means that you have to have gotten sprinkled, okay, and you already did everything you need to do, and you dipped in the mikveh, and you waited for nightfall after you dipped. So you dip in the mikveh during the day, and then you wait for nightfall. And then after nightfall comes, you're a fully tahor guy. That's called fully tahor. If a guy is pre-nightfall, so he dipped, he did his things, he's re- he did his sprinkling and then dipping, and it's not yet nightfall, but he's waiting for night. We call that guy Tful Yom. Oh, because he has he, to wait for nightfall dipped, to but he's in. waiting for night to be fully tahor. We hold that a Tful Yom is kosher in the Parah. Really? Yes. And you don't have to be fully, fully tahor to do it. That's the Chidush. That's a big chidush, especially because this, because it's talking now, about all time. Now, if you remember, we, whenever you allow a tful yom to do something, you try to make everything else as holified as possible, because we don't want people making fun of the fact that we're using a tful yom for such a holy service. Okay, so that was a Gemara we had before, that whenever you use a guy like this who's not fully tahor, you want to try to you use used very very tahor things. That's why we said before. I don't know if you remember Harry that we use uh, we use in, in the paraduma we use specific kelim that can't get tamerified because we don't want anyone to make fun of it because we use a tful yom. We don't want to make fun. Okay. Amar Ravasi Ravasi says ki haviba Rabbi Yochanan Veshlakish the para. When they would start talking about the they wouldn't they wouldn't get from it only like the dust that comes out from the fox who when when he when he when, when you have a fox who passes by a field that was plowed, meaning that they couldn't come up with any chidushim. They said the same thing. As Ula said, we, the, the Gemara that we've learned for the past day has been all Ula. And they, when these rabbis would learn, they would come up with the same Chidushim, which is El Amri, they would say the same thing. Mashma, Motzimiyad, Mashma, Mashma, Mela. And Mashma, that's a switcher, and it's Mashma, that it's a keeper. Which means sometimes we hold it to keeper, and, and sometimes we hold it to switcher. They weren't able to donate the Pesukim in a way where everything was the same. Now. So they don't go just according to one rabbi. Correct. Okay. Now we're going to go back to a previous para that we, machoket that we had. Tani Tana Kameh the Rabbi Yochanan. One of the hahamim said in front of Rabbi Yochanan, a brighter. He says, Kol shechitot kishirot bezad. All shechitas are kosher with a zad, with a non-kohen. Chut Michel Para. That was one of the opinions we had before, if you remember. Right? Amalei Rabbi Yochanan, Puk Tani Lebra. Rabbi Yochanan told him, go teach that Mishnah outside. I don't <laughs> like that Mishnah that you tell me that you're saying that everything's kosher with a Zad. Except for Para. Lo Matzinu Shechitah B'Zad B'Sulah. 
he, he said that we never hold that shechita is pasul zar. Always you can have a zar doing all shechita, not just the the, the Kohen on Yom Kippur, but all of them, even paraduma. Rabbi Yochanan says, "Lo mi b'natan delatayt." Not only didn't he accept the Tana who said that a zar can't do it, even his Rebbe didn't listen to Meaning, you don't agree that a zar can't do paraduma, you won't listen to your Rebbe? Who's his Rebbe? Mm. We'll see in a second. So meaning, Rabbi Yochanan, who said the statement, go get outside and teach that to somebody else, he knows, he quotes his Rebbe Mishmur Ben Yosadak, who said that it was Pasul Bazar, he quotes him, and he disagrees. So Yanni, he's very, Rabbi Yochanan was very strong in his opinion that Shechita is always Kosher Bazar. So we just brought a new opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, who seems to be quoting his Rebbe, and arguing, and arguing. before we had a Machlokan over here, before a couple of different ways, here we're seeing He's quoting his Rebbe, he's arguing on it. Okay. Now, we are now going off the Para Aduma subject, which was just brought as a side thing, and we got really involved in it. We're going to go back to our original subject. Does anyone, Harry, remember what we were talking about before Para Aduma Shaman? Yom Kippur, right. Yes, well, this is Masechet Yomah. Yes, we were learning about Yom Kippur. I know you thought it was Masechet Para Aduma, but no, we're learning about Masechet Para. <laughs> Hi, kids. We're learning Masechet Para, um, not Para. We're learning Masechet Yomah about Yom Kippur, and we're going back to that subject. Balo, it's a Poroshinia. He goes to his pod a second time, which means that the Kohen Gadol, after having doing Vidui on the pod the first time, he goes and does a bunch of other things. Then he comes back to his part a second time to do a second vidui. This time, the vidui is for, for him it. and the Kohanim. And all the Kohanim. Good, very good. How come only the second time he, meant he throws in his brothers, the Kohanim, and why the first time the Kohanim at all only did for him and his family? Why in the second one did he say Ubnei Aron Kachechav? Tani Deber Bishmael. We have a bright from Rabbi Ishmael which says the following: Kachi midat adin notelet. That's the right thing to do. Mutav shiavos zakai bi kapel al chayat. It's good that you come that, that a guy who is clean, meaning the kohen gadol who got clean by doing vidui the first time should come bi kapel and make a kapara. Al Chayav on, on the other Kohanim who didn't get a kapara yet. What? Which means, let's say he would have done two and one shoe palace. He would have done one vidui for him and everyone all together. So it comes out that the guy who's asking for a kapara yeah. is himself unkaparad yet. Because we're doing two and one. Also, you want to so we want that. to first get him sanctified. Now, when we, he sanctifies himself, yes. He's a guy who's unsanctified, asking for kapara. Well, there's nothing you can do about that because no one's sanctified yet. Of but first, we let him sanctify himself. Sanctify himself by doing vidui. 
And then we have a, a sanctified guy asking for kapara for an unsanctified guy, that, which is the other koanim, and that's fine. Ivan, you got that? So it's always better to, it, it, Yanni, it's always better to have someone who doesn't have Averot ask for forgiveness for you. You might as well put the family in the second one in that case. But, okay. Oh. That's a good question. That's a good question. Moosey likes that one a lot. Uh, my presumption, without thinking, is that a oh, that was a question of the Ritva. Oh, this guy in Philadelphia is asking Ritva questions. Okay? He says, the reason why we do it is because ishto kegufo. So therefore, it's the same as him. Okay? That's the Ritva. But the Ritva had the same question in Spain in the 1400s. So you're doing okay. 1300s. So you're doing okay over there. Okay? Let's do the Mishnah now, guys. We're going to get to the next. It's a very, very big Mishnah. We'll do the Mishnah. And then Bezat Hashem, tomorrow, tomorrow we'll come back. We are a day behind. We're going to try to catch up somehow. But I need to get prepared over there. But we'll just do the Mishnah now. Okay? Says the Mishnah. Uh, we said before that the pod was in between the Ulam and the Mizbech. And he puts his hand up and he does the first we show, first we do it and then the second one. Shachtu. Then we finally slaughter this par after the double vidui. We're going to slaughter the par. Vikimem mazdeket And the Kohen Gadol, of course, accepts the blood in a mazrek, in a utensil. Vinanul mishu memalespo al Now the blood that he gets from this cow, the, sorry, the, from the bull, but not a cow, a bull, a bull is male and the cow is female. The blood that he gets from the bull he has to give it to a mixer kohen. The mixer kohen is a guy who's standing on the fourth step and he's got to mix the blood to avoid congealing. Every blood has congealing liquid which should make it make, make what be, uh, become unliquefied in a very short period of time. He's got to mix it to keep it liquid. Because if it got, becomes unliquefied, you can't sprinkle it. In order it shouldn't congeal. Now, after they accept the blood, he stops doing blood, and he's got to start going to do the ketoret in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Okay? Natal machta, so he takes a, uh, uh, a shovel, mm-hmm. and he goes on the Mizbeach. L'roshu Mizbeach. U'panah elach ve'elach. And he moves the coals from one side to the other, and he takes from the really, really hot coals that are completely not on fire. So it seems like when it comes to coals, the hottest ones are, are the ones that are not on fire, believe it or not. Uh, I know you guys probably don't make barbecues, but it seems like the coals that are not on fires are the most hot. So he goes up to the back, he moves the flaming coal to the side to take from the embers. I think the words would be in English. Anyone have an article? See if I got the right word. Embers. Nobody has one. Okay. Neither do I. Whatever. The non-flaming coals. Haprimiot, which are the ones on the in the middle. And he fills the shovel with them. Right? 
הפנימיות. וירד והניחה על רובו לוי שהוא הזנה. And he goes and he puts it on the fourth step. Now, after he does that, he's got to go get the ketoret. And then, what, what, basically, the idea with this shovel is he's going to go and uh, afterwards get ketoret and put it on the shovel in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Okay, but the shovel is waiting. It's sitting on the fourth step waiting for him. Now, we, we start going back about what happens every day with the, with the ketoret. And then we'll get to what happens different on Yom Kippur to get the ketoret. V'chol yom... No, I'm sorry, we're still, now we're, we're still on the, the shovel. Every day the shovel would be a silver one, right? And then he would pour it into a golden one. And he would go to the Echal to do the Ketoret with the golden one. Hayom, today, he takes his shavu, and you go right away. Because we don't want him to switch things from silver to gold. Every day, he would use a, a shovel that could hold four, four calves. He would put it into a smaller shovel that only holds three calves. He would use a smaller three-calf shovel and go into the Kodeshim. If you'll see, Omer, we see disagrees. And he says, Every day, He takes a six-calf one. Put so the machlok between him and them is how big was the shovel on a regular day? One holds it was four, one holds it was six. But both agree that the shovel on Kippur is only three. Every day it was a very heavy one with the very heavy sides. And today it was light. Uh, the reason for that is because they don't want to have to have carry a heavy one, they would make a light one. Because he's fasting and he's got a lot of Avodah. Every day, it was a very short handle. It was very long. It was an ama and a half. This way, he could support it in his armpits. If you have a long handle, you could support the weight that you're holding at the end with the leverage from the, your armpit holding the other end. It was green gold. I'm not a jeweler. Green gold? Yes. Today was red. Probably gemstones you're talking about. Huh? Nowadays our gold is green gold. Green, yani, yellow gold. And then they used to use red gold, which is more chashu for some reason. Well, every day when you do ketorah, you do a half in the morning and half in the afternoon, like we say, Machzatom, 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 Now, we have a full handful being done together in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Every day, it was considered fine, ground fine. It was extra fine. That, like we mentioned every morning, the in the Ketoret, today on Yom Kippur, it had to be extra fine. Now, 
every now once we're mentioning differences between uh, Yom Kippur and regular days, we'll mention a few more. The Chol Yom Kohanim Olim Bizdachos Kibbis. Oh, they always go up on the east side of the ramp. The Yodim Marav, and they go down on the Marav on the west side of the ramp. Right? Vayom, but on Yom Kippur, Kohen Gadol Lebeemsa Viyored Beemsa. He goes up in the middle, and he comes down in the middle of the ramp. No east side, west side for the Kohen Gadol today. Vidal Merlevam, Kohen Gadol Lebeemsa Viyored Beemsa. Vidal says, this thing of the Kohen Gadol going up in the middle is not unique to Yom Kippur, but rather, any time the Kohen Gadol goes with Beemsa, he's always taking the middle of the road. Every day, the Kohen Gadol goes to the Kiyor and he washes his hands from it. Hayom, today, no. He would do it from a golden pitcher. Again, like, just like the previous Machloket, Rabbi Da is disagreeing and saying that Kohen Gadol never uses the Kiyor. He always uses a golden pitcher. Now, not just Kippur, but every day. Every day on the Mizbeach, there were always five fires. But today, there were, sorry, every day there were four, and today there were five. He agrees that we're adding one, but he says every day there was three and today was four. So everyone agrees. Everyone agrees up one. The question is how much are there every day? Two, three, up to three, three up to four, four up to five. Three men machloket. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow we'll start from the Gemara. We might be able to squeeze an extra one today. I'll let you know if 